0: Hey everybody, it's Fun Times at Camp Marco, Podcast 7 and 8, Double Pod. This time we're going to be doing a story time. Kai is going to play a song. We'll have a chick update, some kind of generation mix-up, and a dessert menu. As always, I'm Aunt Jala.
1: Oh, oh, sorry, uh, I'm Kai. Sorry, I was talking to the chicks
0: so the trip to devil's lake was so successful that we decided we would try again and there's a spot called parfree's glen which is actually very near devil's lake that is a long path that goes into forest and then deep into a gorge which is gorgeous ha 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 <laughs> anyway so um if you recall on monday it was the day before the um safer at home order went into effect And then we went on Wednesday to Parfrey's Glen, which was the day after the Saver at Home order had taken effect. So we packed up, we made all our food, we got everything into backpacks. This time we were going to let the dogs run free and Sasha didn't have to be in a pack, so she was happy about that. So we get there and we've we've driven the whole way and got gas and everything just like the last time when...
1: Since the coronavirus, we thought that it would be normal, but the parking lot was packed! We could barely find a spot!
0: It turned out that everybody had heard that everything except pretty much state parks were all closed. So they all had the same idea that we did, that they would get away from it all by going out into nature. So, like I said, first there's a straight path, kind of like you were going out Picnic Point. And then after a little while, it gets a little bit more curvy and you go into the forest. And so because there were so many people there and everyone was trying to keep their social distance, every time somebody came by, we had to stop and we all had to get off the path to one side and then we would let them go. Or then they would get off the path to one side and let us go. So it was a lot of maneuvering in the early part of the walk.
1: So after that... Um, we came across, you know, like a stream, fast-flowing stream. Yeah, it was pretty big, pretty wide, so we had to jump across it, and then, you know, there's little passes, you know, a little trail with, you know, like just a little opening where we didn't have to keep crossing it, then we had to cross again, and then cross again, and then cross one more time, and then we had to climb a little through rocks to get up to the top, because... If we wanted to do something else, we had to go through sheer ice. Just walk upwards uphill through sheer ice. And, you know, it was no one could do that. So I thought, I'll just go through the rocks. So that was pretty cool. And so once we got to the end, um, there are these really cool ice caves, kind of. You know, like little, not really caves, but like mini
0: Like, overhangs?
1: Yeah, overhangs. That there were these huge, like, frozen mini waterfalls.
0: Yeah, so how tall were they? Like, was it as big as you, or was it, like, as big as a house?
1: It was probably, like, five feet tall. Yeah, so
0: it was really cool. It was like inside the ice cave, there was actually a frozen waterfall. And so if you were about the size of Kai, you could stand in there, and it was taller than him. And we saw several other little frozen mini-falls along the gorge. Because as you walk further and further into Freeze Parfri- Glen, you actually get lower and lower into the creek bed. And then on either side of you, you have these towering rocks with forest on the very top. So you end up looking up into I don't know, a very tall hundred foot maybe cliff. So as we got, went on, it got less and less crowded. So we were able to take a nice break at the end and have a picnic right by the final waterfall. If you hear sawing sounds in the background, it's because Papa uh, and Steve are working on the construction of a chicken coop in the garage. Now, Kai is going to entertain us with some piano music. He's been playing this for all of us and it's become a very requested item at Camp Marco for him to play this song. In fact, Steve just walked in from his construction and he's like, Kai, play that song! So Kai played it and we all danced for a minute and then he went back out to do the construction. It is called Just Struttin' Along. Thank <laughs>
1: That wasn't actually the real song. It was just my vari- variation. That was, you know, technically the real song. The real song, you know, goes. It, like, goes up to two octaves, but it doesn't go higher. But I like to go higher, and the ending's different, too. But, you know, I made up my own, because why not? I like it better. Now we will be doing a chick update. So, first, I'm going to be saying the names of all of them. First, we have Princess Buttercup. We have Poyo. We have Sunshine. We have Buckbeak. We have Ruby. And we have Astra. Um, okay. So, first, I name Sunshine, so I'm going to say why her name is Sunshine. Um, her name is Sunshine because she is a yellow traditional chick. You okay,
0: Okay. I named Princess Buttercup because she is a light yellow, and she's actually going to be kind of a white beige chicken when she grows up, and she's going to have big tufts of fuzz coming out of each of her cheeks, which is very cute.
1: I named Pollo because, you know, Marco Polo, Marco Pollo, you know. And also, Pollo means chicken in Spanish. My chick, a Rhode Island Red, I named Ruby because uh, the word for red in Latin is ruber, or rubra, and a Latin derivative name that we get from that is ruby.
0: I also named Buckbeak, and I chose that name because she has very distinctive markings that are um, black and red, kind of like Buckbeak in the Harry Potter books. Uncle Mike got to name one, and he chose to call it what the breed's name is, which is Australorp, but we call her Astra for short. So, Krissa and Steve went to the store last week and got our special guests, the chick chicks, and we have only had them for that long, and they have already changed a lot.
1: They've started gotten, getting tear, tail feathers and for Princess Buttercup, her cheeks have started fluffing up, right, little princess Buttercup? cup And they've all started developing feathers, and they've gotten way bigger and faster and better at flying. Yeah, and perching. Yes.
0: Yes, they're very good at perching on your finger now. They don't just sit there and fall asleep like they used to. They actually prefer if you turn your hand sideways so they can sit, and they also sometimes like to fly up onto your shoulder
1: right um so now we go on to a tip about chicks isn't that isn't that yes, all yes, okay tip. so now we go on to the tip so normally before chicks you know poop um before they would like walk backwards a couple steps and then they let it all out
0: <laughs> so if you see a chick that you're holding take two steps backwards be ready to reach for a tissue
1: Right, that's all for the Chick Update. So now we're going to do a generational mix-up where I'm going to teach Jala how to play Fortnite. Okay, so Jala. Yes. Fortnite is um, a game where a 100 people go in a match and they land on the Fortnite island. Okay. And they battle it out until the last man standing. That one wins. Okay.
0: I have seen this game. I have never... Never
1: thought I would play it. Well, now you will. Let's see how it goes. So, this is the battle bus. This is where everyone drops off of. And here's the island. Um, I'm going to land there at retail. So, yeah, I'll show you. So, that was me just getting an elimination.
0: Um, and he's, he's inside a house and moving around and looking for things. Apparently, if you hit things with your gun, then they become useful things.
2: Uh,
1: Not really? What, if you hit things you with your pickaxe, your pickaxe, then pickaxe. they turn into materials that you can build with.
0: okay. So later, you're going to want to build things like staircases and stuff?
1: Yeah, and walls. So when someone's, like, shooting at you, you can build a wall, so... So they can't get you. Okay.
0: So apparently in this game you do a dance to make people mad.
1: Once you get an LM. I mean if you want. They're called emotes. That's a storm. The circle is the place that's safe from the the storm. So you have to be
0: inside the circle?
1: Right. The storm makes you take damage.
0: Okay, so like if the storm gets on
1: top of you, would you just die? No, not immediately. You would take damage, you know, like one damage every second. That's the first storm, though. Once, every, every, you know, like, so on, like, there's three minutes left when the storm's enclosing on me. And after that, the safe zone from the storm will shrink again, and the storm will do two damage. Okay. And so on, and so on, and so on.
0: So this game is, like, basically like a Hunger Games, but,
1: like, on this
0: island. Pretty much. So you're trying to get to the middle of the circle? That's where you're running to?
1: I mean, it depends. Sometimes it does that, but sometimes it goes somewhere else. But you want to stay in the circle most of the time.
0: Okay, so Kai just got to be number three in that in that round, and now it's going to be my turn.
1: Right now I'm just landing her somewhere so she can, you know, figure it out. Look! Don't look up! I don't know how to look down. There, this, remember this is the look.
0: Oh, okay, so I'm looking down. Okay, I don't see them.
1: Okay, well, keep looking. Try to survive.
0: Wait, okay, so there's bandages in front of me and then I hit Y, what does that do?
1: That picks them up. Okay. You need to get to the circle, go down the stairs. No, you were just in that room. Wait, where are the stairs? Right there! You're looking at that! Yes! Stairs! Ah.
0: Come to me! Oh, you can no. go through
1: that wall that you broke. Oh, can I jump through? How do I jump? No, you can just run. Go? Yeah. Yes! You fall down. I'm now, running! No, okay. you see that way you're facing? Go yeah. towards the line. The line. There's someone behind you! Behind you! Ah, why am I looking up? You see that wall that they built?
0: Yeah, so it's there shoot they're...
1: it? Yeah. Oh, how do I shoot it that? But you're shooting the ground right now Damn it. Okay Come on. I, I Thought I was shooting. Why am I not shooting? No, this is shoot Wait, now I can run away No, you're running. You need to get to the circle. Okay, so I have to run the other way. Yeah This way no look on the mini map That's where you're f- oh, that's facing right. So go towards that line.
0: I want to point this way.
1: Nope. Now you're pointing the opposite way.
0: I want to point this
1: way. The tip of the arrow. Yeah, but stop looking up. Nope, not that way. The tip of the arrow. No, no, not that way. What? The tip? Wait. What? I want to. Go. I'm running backwards. They're right there. Get the wall. Where? I don't don't see run them. backwards into a fence. I don't know where I'm going. Just go to the circle. I run away. Plants. No, just run away. Run Wait, to the but circle. Now I'm going the wrong way. Yeah. Okay, now I'm turning around. No, you just went into an entire circle. No. Now there. I'm facing the right way. Now I'm running no. that way. No, go. Go,
0: go, go. Why go. Is it dark? Am I in the storm? Am, I, am no. I
1: about to die? Oh, there's someone there. Get him. Oh, oh. okay. Or just run past him. Okay. That works too. Just keep going. Too. Yeah, she does. I ah. told I taught her. No, keep I going. Don't, I don't remember. Stop I looking know, up. I know how to look up! Stop looking yeah. up! Just yeah, keep running. No, 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 no. no, You're going out of the circle. Nope, you're going out of the circle again.
0: Now I'm facing the right way.
1: Watch out. But like Someone's shooting to... at you. What should I do? Run! Run! Just Wait, run. I, shot. I shot the gun! I know, but you're shooting the ground!
0: I I keep looking up when I want to run Yes Wait, oh no, (laughs) wait, someone's shooting at me Shall this bus! Ah, okay, okay, wait No! Oh no Well, so I learned how to run backwards, look up at the sky, um, shoot at the ground What else did I do?
1: Uh, shot a stop sign
0: I shot a stop, stop sign successfully. All right, so that was my first try at Fortnite. What do you think, Kai? Uh,
1: <laughs> Room for improvement? Definitely. <laughs> so now we're going to go onto a dessert menu after that depressing round of Fortnite. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be about us making Rice Krispie Treats. Let's get right to
2: it.
0: All right, so many of you are familiar with Rice Krispie Treats. I'm just going to tell a very quick story about my son Steve's first experience with Rice Krispie Treats. He was three, and he had just gone to his preschool, and it was the first week. And on about day three, he came home, and he was very excited, and he was like, Mom, Dad, we had this amazing thing for snack. It was sweet, sticky, crunchy munch bars. And I was like, wow, that sounds really good. And it took a little digging, but we finally figured out that what he was talking about were Rice Krispies treats. So whenever I make them, I think sweet, sticky, crunchy munch bars. So we made the regular recipe for Rice Krispies treats that you can find on your Rice Krispies box, but we did some important alterations. This is kind of a family specialty. Instead of three tablespoons of butter, I actually used pretty much Um, most of a whole stick of butter and then we used a bunch of peanut butter and we use peanut butter Mm -hmm. that's like the natural kind that doesn't already Mm -hmm. have a lot of sugar and stuff in it Um, so we put that in right at the end so when the marshmallows and the butter are already melted and it's ready to go then at the very end stir in the peanut butter and that makes everything really gooey and yummy
1: so that is actually it for our podcast This is from all of us. Be alert. Be flexible. Be kind. And wash your hands.